Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Friday! Man, am I excited. Uh, Jimmy B and TC, everybody. We are here until uh, 3 o'clock for your listening and dancing pleasure. And we have a dynamite show lined up. Uh, like we always do. And the reason is because Trent does all the work. That's right. Uh, don't you forget it, Brent. I don't. Uh, Seth Gruen will be our first guest at uh, 1225. And then at 1 o'clock, Mitch Sherman from ESPN. And then in the 2 o'clock hour, you've got, what do you got cooking there? you got a little something special. Yeah, yeah. Get to talk some uh, Hawkeyes with my buddy Biz. We do the Degenerate Hawkeyes podcast. Gotcha. A lot of gambling talk, some Hawkeye oh, talk. Boy. And oh, boy. He also is an official and uh, does basketball and okay. officiates the prime time league. So, a little insight there of what he's seen on the floor. The game that uh, games that he's done so far with the uh, the Iowa guys, the U and I guys over there. We'll get uh-huh. into that during the two o'clock hours biz. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be a good listen. Uh, so anyway, that's what's on the program today. We will also open up the phone lines at two six four seventeen hundred. That's two six four seventeen hundred. If you'd like to get on the show, and you can always tweet us. You can find me at Jimmy B Radio. That's at Jimmy B Radio, and I'm at Trent Condon. Is where you can find me with uh, a lot going on, Jim. As we get ready for the Fourth of July weekend, yes. Uh, Primetime League, Capital City League last night. We'll get into both of those. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, some more numbers. I'm going to throw your way. This week we've uh, talked a couple of times about Kirk Ferentz and is he legendary? Yes. So uh, some numbers to throw at you that that maybe will even change your opinion a little bit more. Wow. Make it evolve a little bit more. We will get into that as well coming up here. But uh, Jim, got to start with the Cubs yesterday. Great comeback win. Yes. But before we get to that, did you see the report with the crazy week that the Cubs have had about what the Cubs front office wanted Donald Trump to do? Well, first off, after what that buffoon tweeted out, I have no interest in that bozo at all now. I'm done. So I didn't see it. That was slow down. Come on. You... I'm done with that guy. <laughs> You've been done with him for years. What are you talking He's about? He's an idiot. That's the one that pushed you over the edge. Yes, <laughs> no. I gave it. I gave it as long as I possibly could. You did not. You've I been have. out on that guy for a long time. He's a buffoon. <laughs> anyway, what was what was the what was going on there? Well, and you act like what you're not going to listen to the news anymore. No, I'm done. You're such a liar. I'm done. You're such a liar. I'm just going to play golf and tennis and swim, and that's it. Every commercial break, you're over there grumbling about I'm, something. <laughs> did you see what? Well, that I guy can't did believe now. what the hell that idiot tweets out. <laughs> Why do you let it bother you? God! Why do you let it bother you? Well, anyway, go ahead. The Cubs yes. made their move to the uh, White House. Yes, they did. There. They yeah. were visiting. I saw I saw uh, one of the photos on Twitter. Uh-huh. And uh, this comes from Peter Gammons, fine okay. baseball scribe. Before the reigning World Series champions designated Miguel Montero for assignment on Wednesday... The same day a contingent of Cubs personnel visited the White House, their front office reportedly had the temptation to bring Miguel Montero with them so that President Donald Trump could tell him, you're fired. Oh, my God. This is not a joke. 
This is something that reportedly happened, according to Peter Gammon. Are you serious? Really? Come on. This, this, if there is a shred of truth to this, and it's Peter Gammon, so I will believe it. Yeah, well, he's like the dean of baseball. That is a disgusting That's look. That's awful. For the front office. To were... even think about that. Yes. It's one thing in a joke. You know, it'd be funny if we did this behind closed doors. But, but for this to get out like this, yeah, this is an awful look for the organization. Just terrible. I can't believe that. Are you sure? Was it in the onion? Or did no. it come from Peter Gammons? Peter Gammons. It wasn't from the onion. No, no, not at all. Peter Gammons. Wow. Yeah. Here's Peter Gammons talking about it. I was trying to find the actual quote. But yeah, this, wow. is, this is true. This is something. Read that. Now read that one more time. So I so in context, people that have just driven off the roadway yes. can hear it one more time and try to digest this. Before the World Series champions designated Miguel Montero for assignment on Wednesday, yes. the same day a contingent of Cubs personnel visited the White House, mm-hmm. their front office reportedly had the temptation to bring Montero along to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue so President Donald Trump could tell him, you're fired. Oh, my God. That from Peter Gammons. Oh, my God. That is that, that is a disgusting development if, indeed, that was really the case. It's one thing to joke. What? Yes. It's, it's one thing to say something to your buddy or your cohort, whatever it is, right. behind closed doors. Yes. But for this to get out, boy, you talk about bad taste. You're talking about somebody's, their career. And you make a joke about it with Donald Trump? Come on. Well, obviously Trump doesn't care. <laughs> he would have done it. <laughs> I mean, look, this is... I mean, they, they did that as as quickly as they possibly could to get rid of Montero. Right, right. I mean, they cut bait like in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So if somebody referenced this or made actual mention of it, but it was a, ha-ha, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. Y- you know, kind of that that routine. <laughs> I-, I just can't believe it. I- I look, I, Let, let's hope that's what it was. Yeah. Let's hope I- that I'm that... hoping that that was, and then somebody heard it. Yeah. And then... Got it to Peter Gammons. Or, yeah, it's something that was just that. It was just a joke. It was nothing that they're actually really contemplating. Correct. It was said the wrong person heard it, wrong sources, you know, whatever it may yeah. be. That yeah. is hopeful because that's awful. That's it. That, that is, that's that really is awful. That's really bad. There's no need for that. No, no, no. I mean, you sent the message. Yeah. So, good God. Another day in the world of the Chicago Cubs, Just like last night. Hey, you referenced yesterday on the show. Yes. And after the Cubs came back to win, Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting watching the game, and I'm thinking to myself, damn, didn't Trent just nail it that the Washington Nationals bullpen is some of the worst in baseball? It's bad. I mean, it's... It goes without saying it's bad because anybody can see that. A 4-2 lead, Mm -hmm. and they cough up three. Right. And that's why I just I don't know how confident you can be about this team unless there's some some big changes that have happened. They've gone through a number of different guys on the back end of the bullpen trying to figure out you know who's going to be the closer. 
Kota Glover, he, he was the guy for a while. He leads the way with eight saves, but he's also blown a bunch. And you go through, they've tried some other young guys out there. Uh, they trade, uh, tried Blake Trinan, who they expected to maybe be the guy. That hasn't worked out. They've gone the veteran route, Sean Kelly. Right. He's been terrible. Yeah. On and on and on. And with the bullpen as a whole, you know how, remember the Cubs bullpen was a concern last year. And they brought in Chapman. They did. And that alleviated a lot of the concerns. Correct. But maybe even more importantly, everyone else kind of fell into line after that. I think you're right about that. You know, yes. We, we, we saw a lot of those guys, the Pedro Stropes of the world, uh, what, what they were able to get out of just a, a number of different guys. Edwards, by the end of the year, who was a mm-hmm. big part of that and, mm-hmm. and pitched some big innings in the playoffs. You know, guys like that, they also improved as it went along. This bullpen, though, is much, much more concerning than the Cubs was oh, before Chapman last You're not year. kidding. So I don't think it's just a case of they go out and bring in David Robertson, you know, the White Sox. That, that's what a lot of people think. He's the top available closer, a guy like that. I don't think that's enough, though, for that team. And with playoff baseball the way it is mm-hmm. and knowing that you're going to have to face a team like the Dodgers, uh, the Cubs again, right. whoever it is, whoever comes out of the wild card, and then just that's just in the National League side of things, and then in, in the World Series – to win the whole thing, I don't think it's one piece. You're talking multiple pieces here that need for that bullpen because as good as they are, position-wise, swinging-wise, yes. they are incredibly good. They are. And starting pitching, what you get with Scherzer, it's right at the top, Strasburg, Spurt, in the yeah. role that he needs to be as and, a number and, two. And Gonzalez as sure. well. Gonzalez, I, Tanner Roark. Yeah. They got dudes. Yeah, they do. But the bullpen's atrocious. Whoa. And with, with you saw it last night, they just don't have any options. Yeah. And then you got Dusty Baker down there on top of it. And, <laughs> Always a scary proposition. Well, the thing is, Dusty has been known throughout his career, a guy that can make clubhouses good. That's uh, something that he did in Washington. You know, Matt Williams, that clubhouse was a mess. And mm-hmm. uh, you can point fingers at varying degrees, certainly at managers and the way that they let things grow and fester and whatever it is. But we do know that that clubhouse was an absolute mess when Matt Williams was there. That Correct. has changed, and that's what Dusty does. But he also is known as a guy that... He's going to wear out arms, and if that's the case with with some dynamite talent there in your starting rotation, that's concerning as well. With the concerns he has with this bullpen, doesn't mean an extra few innings on the arm of Scherzer and on Strasburg before you even get to October. That's a scary thing as well when you look at it for the Nationals, and, and it played out last night, Jimmy B. It did. It did. So now the Cubs continue, uh, and they have a matchup with, what, Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. who had the Milwaukee Brewers hit six home runs against them last night. Right. So maybe everybody was looking for a place. uh, Like yesterday, one of the guys uh, uh, tweeted us, I think it was Jeff, and said, Al, after the All-Star break, they'll win comfortably by 10 games. Mm -hmm. And I still stand by what I said yesterday. Maybe. But I still have this feeling it's still going to be a bumpy ride for a while. Up and down, yes. up and down. Yeah. I, I can see that. I think they're they're bound to catch fire, but uh, we've asked and we've seen teams like this in the past, and it just sometimes doesn't work out. Well, let's, yep. let's take a look back at last night and yesterday in case you missed it. It's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing as we start things off with uh, the game we were just talking about, and let's see how it unfolded. The comeback. By the Cubs yesterday in the ninth inning, getting things going. Down two runs. Looked like, well, 
Not likely they're going to come back. The Cubs found a way. Trail by two. Cubs with only five hits today. The tying run is now on base. Not over yet. 1-1 to Listella. That's a base hit. Caratini scores. Baez on his way to third. It's a one-run ball game. John Jay at the plate. You can hear the Cub fans in attendance. Out in the right center. Baez will score. Listella to third. He's going to be sent to the plate. Relay throw. Not in time. Cubs lead. Wow. Boy, some great <laughs> at-bats by the Cubs. There it was. The calls from... WSCR 670, the score in Chicago, along with Comcast Chicago on the TV side. And, uh, Jimmy B., I got one more for you. Okay. Do you want to hear from uh, from Masson, the yeah. Nationals call? Oh, yeah, I'd like to hear their call on this. Might sound a little bit different I than the, uh, the excitement you heard from the Cubs side. That ball is in the gap, and the Cubs might take the lead. Baez scores. La Stella coming home. Play at the plate, safe. And the Cubs have shocked the Nets in the ninth. I just don't know how many times this is keep happening. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You see that. Too Dusty Baker's times. asking the same thing. Jimmy B., you talked about it. The Milwaukee Brewers were looking at a sweep at the hands of the Reds. Yeah. Before they packed the bats last night in Cincinnati. Six home runs. It starts with Ryan Braun. It continues on a couple from Villar. Here they are last night, the six homers from the first place Brewers. Five of the 15 teams. Braun hammers one left field. On a line it goes, and it is up and out of here. Second in this inning for the Brewers, and he sends one into right center field. That's got some legs on it, and Pena is going to fly one out of here. Fans in Appleton, too. There's a drive into deep right center field. Hamilton's on the run. VR sends one out. 28-year-old, and now VR sends one deep to right. And it's going to be a multi-home run game for Jonathan VR. Sometimes that does a world of good for a struggling hitter. That ball's hammered. Center field, that's way back. That's got a chance, and it is gone. A home run. That's deep into center field. Santana, did he get it? That is way back. And the home runs keep flying out of here. That is the sixth of the game for the Brewers tonight. That's unbelievable. Six homers. Fox Sports uh, Wisconsin with the call there. Brian Anderson making the call for the Brewers back on the right side of things with the victory after losing their first two of the series against Cincinnati. You got it. Now, I stayed up because I was watching West Coast baseball last night. All right. So I watched some of the Dodgers and the Angels. Mm -hmm. The Dodgers last night. Well, first off, Clayton Kershaw is unhittable. <laughs> 12 strikeouts, he goes seven innings, gives up a run, and he only walked two. Three hits and and struck out 12. Uh, Dodgers won the game easily against the Angels, and they're playing uh, at the Angels ballpark, mm -hmm. the Big A. Last night's game, Utley hits a home run. Puig hits a home run. And Peterson hits a home run. Mm -hmm. So they had three players hit home runs last night. That made, and they still have today, 50 home runs the Dodgers have hit in the month of June. 50. <laughs> that breaks their record of 49 back in the 50s. Wow. 50 home runs 50 by homers. this Dodger team. That's crazy. In the month of June. Pretty good. 
that's damn good. <laughs> it's gonna do some things for you. Wow. So I'm I'm just I'm just real curious about. Remember you brought up the juice ball comment. Yes. About yeah. that, the baseball is different. I saw a stat that says if the rate continues the way it is. Mm-hmm. Major League Baseball will set an all-time record of nearly or more than 6,000 home runs this season. 6,000 home runs. That's what you want to see, right, now, I'm good. I'm good with it. You like offense. So here's what they have done. Instead of the players getting jacked up on PEDs, mm-hmm. they PED'd the baseball. But didn't we have the same conversation back in the late 90s? Yes. About a juice baseball, yes, and then we, we found out... Well, it really wasn't the baseball. Yeah. <laughs> it was the players. It was the players. Are we falling into the same trap here, Jim? I I think that their their testing procedures are much better now. For and steroids, yes. Yes, yeah. There are more things than steroids now. We're talking I, 20 years later, I understand. Jim. I understand. You don't think that the bad guys have also oh, caught up? Oh, no, they've caught up and probably passed the good guys. It's easy to say, oh, sure. yeah, much like we did 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, look, the baseball's juiced. Don't be so sure. Are we going to sit here and you're going to say, Aaron Judge, he's got to be juiced? I'm not saying that uh, at all. Cody Bellinger's got to be juiced. I'm not saying that at all. Stanton's got to be juiced. What I'm saying is we fell into this trap 20 years ago. Yes. Let's, uh, let's not fall into that trap again and just take it at surface level as it's just All that. I know is chicks dig the long ball, and so do I. We finish up with the Cardinals. They were down in Arizona. The Cards still trying to fight their way back over 500. Randall Gretschek, he's one of the guys that had been sent down for the Cardinals. Back up and a big one yesterday for the Cards. Next delivery to Gretschek is a jam shot towards right, and it's going to drop for a base hit. One base for the second time to go along with a walk. Swing and a long one to left. Stay fair, baby. Three-run home run, Randall Gritchick. How about that? And the Cardinals jump on top with a three-run shot. Fair down the left field line. Two-run double by Randall Gritchick. Have a day, Randall. Five RBIs. A 10-4 victory for the Cardinals. I told you yesterday, Jimmy B., They're just a, a sneaking suspicion that maybe, just maybe, this team can find a way. I know you said that. Yeah. I I don't know. It, it's not a strong conviction, though. Okay. It just isn't. No. Something's weird there. And can Matheny Who know, pull, a, pull a rabbit out of a hat? Who knows? Or is he in trouble? Yeah, could be. That could be another part Speaking of it Speaking well. of trouble. Yeah. Uh, your boys got beat last night by the Red Sox. They did. Lost three out of four to the Red yeah. Sox. At least they salvaged a game. That's how I look at it. <laughs> at least they got When they one. played good teams, it has not been pretty this year for the <laughs> they Twinkies. Got, they got one. Jimmy B and TC, we're coming right back. It's a Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Make history and celebrate the 4th of July by lighting up the sky with Bolino Fireworks. Fireworks are now legal in Iowa. Bolino Fireworks has been supplying the Midwest with quality products at the very best prices for over 35 years. Plus, at Bolino Fireworks, buy one, get three free. Bolino Fireworks. Find them in Ames in the Hy-Vee parking lot, 3800 Lincoln Way. Also, the Fairway parking lot, 3619 Stange Road. Also, in Indianola, the Fairway parking lot, 1309 West 2nd Street. Bolino Fireworks. Have a blast this 4th of July. Celebrate Independence Day by saving big money during Menard's 4th of July sale. Right now, receive a $10 rebate on a single qualifying purchase of $40 or more on Procter & Gamble products. Save big on Tide Simply Clean & Fresh or Aero Liquid Laundry Detergents. Both are only $7.79 each. And get a 12-pack of Bounty Basic Big Rolls for just $9.99. Now during Menard's 4th of July sale. Save big money at Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. Blonde Genius, CSI Homes and Development, Cupertino Electric Incorporated, Enterprise Group, LLC, Iowa Realty, Connie Brown, Mercedes-Benz of Des Moines, Prairie View Senior Village, Remax Real Estate Concepts, Sue Sutton Ludwig, Renaissance Des Moines Savory Hotel, Spavia, TMJ Roofing Services, Wine Styles Tasting Station, Ankeny. The Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at ankeny.org. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines Metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one day get it done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non return and other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun 
shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. We're back here, Jimmy B and TC, on the Big Talker 1700 here until 3 o'clock, leading up to uh, possibly uh-huh. some people work Monday yeah. for the third. Hopefully you're not one of those people, though, out there that has to do that. You can have a good, long four-day weekend. We're going to do that. We'll have a best-of show Monday and Tuesday. We'll be back live on Wednesday. But right now, we're going to talk college football, Major League Baseball. We're going to do a bunch with our man Seth Gruen. You see him all over the place, and he joins us right now on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Seth, what's happening? Not much. I hope I make the best-of show. Oh, of course. <laughs> you, you you always do, Seth. There's no doubt about it. Well, I want to start there at your stomping grounds in Chicago, mm-hmm. and we want to start with the Cubs. It, it has been an absolutely crazy week, but... Did you see the report from Peter Gammons about people in the front office about trying to, on Wednesday when they're going to the White House, bringing Miguel Montero along and having Donald Trump say you're fired to him? Have you seen this report? I, I have not. That, that's actually a new one, uh, new one that, I, that I've heard. But uh, I don't know. It <laughs> sounds somewhat strange, for sure, obviously, given uh, the events that have transpired as far as, as Montero's well, you're right, but maybe it was said in jest someplace and somebody heard it and picked up on it, and that's how Peter Gammons got it. That's the only way that I can see it. Yeah, I, you know, I'll tell you, I can tell you through my experience uh, as a reporter, you find things out through a lot of different and interesting ways yeah. that uh, you may not have understood prior to starting your career as one. So uh, certainly I think there are a multitude of ways that, that Peter Cammons could have found that out, but uh, quite honestly, that's not something that I have seen so far today. Well, Seth, uh, we got a little funky connection here on the line. We're going to try you back on another line, okay? Okay, sounds okay. good. Okay, yeah, that was kind of bad. It was hard to uh, understand everything that he was saying, and we do have a lot of stuff we want to get into with Seth Gruen. Uh, by the way, uh, just a quick reminder, coming up at uh, 1 o'clock, uh, we'll be joined by ESPN's Mitch Sherman. That Once again, that's coming up at 1. And we'll uh, recontact here with Seth and see if we can clean the lineup, uh, as they say. Got to love technology. Technology at its finest. You know, if you just had a typewriter and not all this other stuff, it would be a lot easier. But but nobody but nobody wants to read anymore. They just want audio and video and 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 nobody wants to read the uh, the written word. And I'll start with Seth with that. Seth, what do you think right now of what Fox has done with their website for sports? And you see others now considering the same thing, just regurgitating talking head information instead of having real reporters. Wow. Well, uh, I did not expect to get that kind of question. That's a... <laughs> Certainly a deep dive on the state of our industry today. I think, you know, one thing the Internet has done is that it has given us more information on what people want to read. I think when you look at sort of how sports writing was born, 
And where it has been traditionally, uh, the blueprint that people have followed is that the reporters are gathering information and based on that information, determine what's most important to disseminate to the reader. But now with the Internet, we're seeing what exactly what people are reading and whether or not they're reading at all. And I think what a lot of these big networks are seeing is that people want to want to listen to sports talk radio shows like you guys have uh, in Des Moines. They want to watch TV and uh, people are less willing to maybe read a longer form story or, you know, really don't want to consume someone's opinion through, uh, you know, the written word. And I think even to an extent we're seeing that the re- the reader doesn't care to or cannot differentiate between a columnist who is basing his opinion off covering a game or being in a clubhouse or locker room and the one who's kind of writing from the couch. So all that said, I think we're seeing Fox and ESPN uh, determine that there's not as much value to having a stable of writers as maybe there once was before or was once thought of. It's a new era, and I think that people, at least in, in Trenton, my generation, mm-hmm. uh, certainly are consuming news in a much different way that's obviously greatly impacted our business. It's such an interesting time and a scary time, I know, for a lot of people out there as things continue to evolve, and you have to evolve along with it. And, Seth, you know, as you go through a number of different things, you know, you do writing work for Bleacher Report, you do baseball there, you do a lot of Big Ten work with your podcast. We see you on 670, we see you all kinds of different places. It's not like the old days where you just have a job, you're a reporter, that's it. Yep. you got to wear a lot of different hats anymore in this industry. For sure, and I think that, you know, coming out of school when I graduated from Illinois in 2007, those were all things that I wanted to do because I saw all of them as areas of opportunity, and I think at that point we were seeing uh, the opportunity for sports journalists in particular to grow and grow, but now the industry is almost refining itself and sort of weeding out the stuff that isn't as profitable. I still believe that in all its forms, great reporting is going to remain popular amongst sports fans and, you know, just amongst the general populace. I think when you look at some of the stuff that Wright Thompson has done, whether it's that phenomenal piece on Tiger Woods or profile on Pat Riley, that kind of stuff will resonate with people. So I think it's important that, you know, people in our business strive to, you know, delve into their reporting to an even greater degree and try to replicate some of that great work. I know that sometimes it's difficult because a lot of organizations, a lot of news organizations are being very judicious about how they spend money and oftentimes doing those kinds of pieces and and undertaking those kinds of assignments that require such deep reporting costs money. But uh, ultimately, I, I believe that that kind of, of journalism in any form, whether it's somebody putting together a package on sports radio or, you know, you guys doing a great interview on your show that, uh, you know, unveils, reveals something that we otherwise didn't know or a great TV segment. I think all of that, which I qualify as great reporting, will always have a place. Having a conversation, a conversation with Seth Gruen right now on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Seth, let, let me just kind of follow up because so many people now are losing their jobs because of what you just talked about. Is that going to turn talented people away from this business and send them in a different direction? And will the overall broadcasting business, reporting business, take a big hit because you're going to lose talented young people? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there are two perspectives perspectives to this um you know there's there's what the executive may say and, and obviously i can't answer the that question from that perspective and then there's the writer there's there's the person like me um what they may say and i i think the short answer probably is yes uh, even when i was when i left school graduated there was a lot of uncertainty surrounding the business and i think there's only more and more of that and part of the reason is because the business has become so saturated. We're, we're all competing for people's time. And the people who right now are listening to us talk, you know, in their cars or on the Internet, mm-hmm. cannot right now read a story on a website or read a magazine or a newspaper because, you know, you, you just can't multitask that way. And I think with all these websites popping up and more and more sports radio stations popping up and, the, and, and all the podcasts, it's just all demanding of people's time, and in a lot of respects, it's become saturated. Uh, you know, I look at even even radio now. You know, you you can deliver a good rating, but you know that rating is probably representative of a smaller group of radio listeners altogether. A newspaper could have a high circulation, but when all said and done, that that circulation is still down from what it was. So I think everybody is seeing their piece of the pie shrink, even though, you know, the overall pie of, of people who want to consume news, want to consume sports news may still be the same. They're consuming it in so many different ways that sort of every, everybody's bottom line has shrunk up. I, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I see um, a new sports website pop up, and that's because everybody's aggregating everybody else's content. Um, but it seems like it happens almost on a monthly basis where somebody else is, is jumping into things. So now more than ever, it's, it's really important to stand out and really important to do good work that differentiates you. But to answer your question, yeah, I see a lot of people probably uh, turning and uh, turning to or looking at other professions and particularly college students. I'm sure many of them uh, would probably think twice about uh, pursuing this career because it's very, very competitive very, very cutthroat, and obviously more and more difficult to break into. And we see all the cuts that have happened throughout oh, yeah. this year. It's it's a difficult time. Well, Seth, uh, coming full circle back to a little baseball, back to Chicago, to the south side. The White Sox are uh, not going to be contenders this year, more than likely outside of a ridiculous run in the second half. But as you uh, saw the Nationals yesterday blow another lead as the Cubs came roaring back, David Robertson's been connected a lot with them. Uh, your thoughts on Robertson, his future, what he can command for the White Sox, and then over to one of those rumored teams, the Nationals. It's my contention that Robertson alone is not enough to fix that bullpen. The Nationals bullpen, no. I mean, look, they've had a myriad of problems this year. I know that the Blake Trinan experiment obviously did not go very well. Um, and the reality is, you know, I think that teams without 
capable back-end relief are going to pay a very high price for it. Uh, as we approach the trade deadline, look, we saw the Cubs give up, and I know he's hurt because, uh, you know, he, he now has to have Tommy John surgery because of uh, a slide he made in AAA, but the Cubs basically gave up Labor Torres, who is now the number two prospect in all of baseball, right behind Yohan Mancata, for a rental in Araldus Chapman. So teams are certainly willing to overpay for back-end release. I don't think it's addressed as much in the offseason as it should be, though, Teams are now realizing more and more, especially after the Royals, uh, you know, were able to go to back-to-back World Series. Teams more and more now are realizing and recognizing the need for capable relief and are addressing that more in the offseason, but still not to, in my opinion, an appropriate degree. So that makes a guy like Robinson very, very valuable to a guy like, you know, to, to a team like the Nationals, which needs back-end help. And uh, the reality is his value will only increase uh, as more and more teams emerge uh, in the market for relief pitching. It's funny because the Nats are so good offensively and defensively, and then you see what happens when their star pitching staff goes out of the game in the seventh inning, and it just collapses. I mean, the Cubs are the Cubs are lucky to escape with two wins in that series. Yeah, you you look you look 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 at the Giants last year. They blew thirty one right. saves. Yeah. If they had an if they had a capable closer, they may have beaten the Cubs in that NLDS, and certainly it goes to a fifth game. Um, so I think when you're shaky in the back end of your bullpen, and, and a lot of these bullpen pitchers are creatures of habit, you know, it, it, it only makes your team you know that much worse. It, it, you need to find roles in a baseball team. So I think when a manager is sort of having to put scotch tape. Uh, over the you know the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, for lack of a better term, um, it spells trouble for your baseball team. And, and again, people don't value it in terms of the bigger picture of contending because look, you look at the Giants who blew more saves than anybody in baseball; they still made the playoffs. But when it comes down to those five and seven game series, when when it's a different game, right? Because baseball is a 162 game season, and then we're trying to determine the best team in the playoffs by these five and seven game series. One inning of shutdown baseball becomes even more magnified. And that's why we saw Andrew Miller on the other side of things have such an impact for the Indians last season. One over uh, with the Cardinals. Uh, getting ready. In fact, an announcement has just been named that John Mazoliak has been promoted to team president and Mike Gersh will take over as general manager. A takeaway from that one, it's been uh, an inconsistent season out of the Cardinals, and really the last two years seems like a little bit of an odd time to see a promotion out of your GM. Yeah, I think most would say that it's obviously been a rocky couple of years and that they haven't um, sort of won baseball games in the Cardinal way. And I, look, I've asked a couple of times when you guys have had me on that last season was like, the most uncardinal like season ever. They hit a bunch of home runs and couldn't win at home. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a team I think that's been in a lot of respects. Look, Theo Epstein and, and Billy Bean get a lot of credit for the Moneyball era, and rightfully so. This isn't to take away from them, but I think in a lot of respects, the Cardinals have been far ahead of every other organization in baseball in the way they've approached it. The idea that they want to manufacture runs, their ability to develop talent, maybe not necessarily in the application of analytics, but you know, some of the same fundamental principles that uh, every team now recognizes in terms of building a contending team. So 
to some degree, I think part of it is just that the rest of the league is caught up with the Cardinals and that maybe they need to, you know, not, not reset but retool it a little bit. But I don't think that should necessarily, um, you know, be the fault of existing management. All that said, you know, they're, they're still in this thing. What are they? You guys might have it in front of you. Three and a half, mm-hmm. four games back right. uh, in the division. So, you know, they're still uh, within reach. They have a puncher's chance unquestionably, and, and maybe they'll make some moves as we approach the trade deadline that, that may turn things for them in the NL Central. We had a discussion yesterday, and a guy sent us a tweet saying that after the All-Star break, the Cubs will go on a monster run. They'll win the division by 10 games. I asserted that I think they'll probably end up winning the division, but it's going to be a bumpy ride even though they're going to win. Which case can you support? Well, I think it's the latter for sure. I mean, how, how much longer can we say the Cubs are going to break out of this? The mm-hmm. Cubs are going to go on a, a monster run. Typically, by Father's Day, we have a good idea of what each team is. And I think that this Cubs team is one that's fallible. I mean, we can go up and down the 25-man roster and point out all the various holes. But, you know, I'll say this first and foremost. There's a mystique about baseball, and I think that there are certain intangible elements to a championship team that, that inevitably emerge. And I think one of those things was the aura the Cubs had in their clubhouse last year. Everybody seemed in lockstep with one another. They were galvanized by this idea of, you know, a racing sports most futile championship streak. I think that they got outstanding starting pitching, obviously. They were relatively healthy. All those things sort of aligned together to help the Cubs win a World Series. Well, look at this year. They've got, they've had some clubhouse turmoil with, you know, Miguel Montero, which, which obviously they feel like they've eradicated uh, by DFAing him, but also they have not gotten the kind of starting pitching that they enjoyed last year. Obviously, Kyle Schwarber has gone through just, you know, a, a number of bumps, and that's the reason he was sent down to AAA. This team is still striking out a lot, which they did last year, but they're not hitting the ball with as much consistency. You might argue that, you know, they're a little bit unlucky here. I don't think their average uh, batting average on balls in play is as good as it was before. And, and, and maybe you can make the argument that that'll normalize. But, you know, I'll go back to the starting pitching every day of the week. You know, these guys are old. And the thing with starting pitching in baseball is it's unique. When one guy isn't playing well, he's still got to pitch every fifth day. You don't have a backup. It's not like the bullpen where if you have a guy who's not throwing well, you could try another guy. Or, you know, if a guy's on a, in a slump, you can plug another guy into the lineup, or like any other sport uh, where you have backup options. You, you don't have that in baseball. The roster isn't constructed that way, so you usually have to ride out some of the bumps, like what's going on with John Lackey. So I think that the Cubs, if, if they hope to contend again for a World Series, and I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs, but if they hope to have a chance heading into them, and I'm talking about being able to you know, go toe-to-toe with, with a Nationals lineup that I think, Trent, you said, is playing outstanding, mm-hmm. they better go out and get at least one capable starting pitcher, if not a second. And they certainly still have the prospects to do that. Um, and, and there's a lot of starting pitching out there uh, available to them, and not like there was over the last, well, two years. For sure more than there was last year, and then even the year before, I think. I think we're still seeing the most out of the last sort of three trading seasons. So uh, the Cubs really have no excuse in terms of starting pitching, uh, because I, I really think that they desperately need it, and, and there's plenty of opportunity to make a move for it. 
Seth Gruen, Bleacher Report, Major League Baseball, the Big Ten podcast as well, doing a lot of different things and great to have him on the show. As always, Seth, good catching up when uh, three couple curveballs, Jimmy B left one hanging, you knocked it out of the park. He did. Yeah, well, it's always good to, good to talk shop with anybody, so I enjoyed doing it with you guys. Good stuff. Thank you, Seth. You have a great uh, Fourth of July weekend, pal. You got it. You too and everybody else who's listening. Enjoy the Fourth. Be safe. Thank you, Seth. There you go. Seth Groom, Bleacher Report on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Great stuff out of Seth as always. We're coming right back. It's the Big Talker 1700. The Big Talker 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG. Trust quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. You can't enjoy your outdoor living spaces when your home has unsightly green and black stains in need of cleaning. Why scrub when you can spray and forget? Spray and forget. The revolutionary no-rinse exterior cleaner eliminates stains from mold, mildew, algae, moss, and lichen. Spray and forget brilliantly cleans roofs, decks, siding, fencing, walkways, driveways, outdoor furniture, and more without pressure washing, brushing, or rinsing. Make your home and your outdoor living spaces brilliant again with spray and forget. Look for the yellow label. It's Iowa. Cubs game day. Catch the Iowa Cubs versus the Texas Round Rock Express tonight at 7.08. Visit iowacubs.com for news, promotions, tickets, and more. Iowa Cubs baseball. Come for the fun, stay for the game. iowacubs.com Here's the real scoop on your garden soil. Sometimes it needs a fresh start with the help of the Home Depot, where bags of miracle Grow garden soil are a special buy. Four for just ten bucks. It improves existing soil with nutrients plants need for strong roots, so they'll hit the ground running, starting with much better ground. Beautiful gardens start with miracle Grow garden soil. Four bags, ten bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through July 5th while supplies last. Limit 80 per customer. Contiguous U.S. only. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too, like family reunions, random root beer floats, or backups for a backyard barbecue. Now through the 4th of July, get firework hot deals, like a 24-pack of Market Pantry water on sale for $1.99 and two bags of Doritos for only $4. Plus, strawberries are on sale just two for $3. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. 
or this to the treadmill on your wish list, or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 KBGG with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo. The trick golf shot that I do have is when I hit it in the woods if I find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good. I've seen you golf. The trick shot for you is hitting the green in regulation. There you go. Then join former Pro Bowl running back Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney for the Tiki and Tierney Show and head into the evening with former registered sports writer Bill Ryder with Ryder Than You on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back. We continue all the way till 3 o'clock. Top of the hour, Mitch Sherman, ESPN, will join us. I got to get uh, a swig here. Hang on. Oh, you going to make it over mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I'm tuning up early. It's the weekend. Oh, you are? Yeah. You got what? Straight vodka in there? <laughs> it's a little. Uh... Just got to have a little taste. <laughs> Get you through the day, I huh? Got, I got to kickstart my heart. <laughs> oh, look at that. Well, big, long weekend, Jimmy B. I know. What's on the docket for Mr. Brinson? Uh, depending on weather. And sure. It always depends if we get storms or not. Yeah. A lot of golf. A lot of golf. Yeah. A lot of golf. Yeah. And probably a day of tennis. Okay. And some swimming. Sure. And... Get out the kiddie pool. You know, I'll flop around I'll in there be for flop, a while. I, I yeah. got, I've got my floaties. Sure. I'm good to go. So, and I, I keep the uh, the oxygen tank right next to it. It's good. It's good. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I'm looking, this is going to be, you know, when, you're, when you work as hard as I do, you you got to have a little rest and relaxation. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even you're, say that with a straight face. You're not even buying that, are you? I no. am not. Okay. I am not buying all that right, one right. iota. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be making my way back to uh, my mom. See, I figured you'd be on the road somewhere. Yep, so uh, heading up there. Got uh, Tara's mom's in town uh, doing a little handoff with her niece as she's going up to Hang out with Grandpa and, and Dad up in Northwest Iowa here for a week. So uh-huh. we're right in the middle in between. So they're going to be here tonight. Uh, I'm going back to my parents tomorrow, and then they'll make the trip on Sunday. And they always have a big uh, around the 4th of July. Usually it's on the 3rd. This year it's on the 2nd. Big party, shoot off fireworks, play wow. uh, play bags, you know, all that fun stuff. And You do sack, you do sack races? And no, all that's, no, 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 you don't do that. Beanbag, beanbag. That's, okay. Yeah. So just play you're, bags. You're gonna play cornhole. No, it's not cornhole. It's not cornhole. Anybody that calls it cornhole has a problem. It's bags. <laughs> it's bags. It's bags. It's 
what it's called. Okay. Bags. It's bags. Yes. Is, is that one of crackhead sayings or? No, no. That's, no. that's what it is? That's what it is. It's bags. It's bags. It's like you ever seen people ever play cups? You know, where they, they chug the beer and then they toss Flip. the cup over? Yeah. Yeah. It's not flippy cup. It's not tippy cup. It's, it's just cups. It's just cups. It's just cups. Come on. Let's let's all come together so, as a group. So we know that our listenership is They're hip. It's a majority male. That's where I was going. Yes. Hip. They're hip. Okay. All right. They're, you don't think our our listeners are? I don't I don't know. I do. I think they're hip. Hip is yeah. the right word. All right. So if you're gonna play beer pong, then is it just pong? No, because pong is a different game. No, pong ping is, pong is different than pong. If pong, I say, you play on your uh, old TV in 1978. Oh, you're right That's about pong. that. Yes, but most of our listeners probably never played that. Here is what I'm saying. Yeah, spit it out, you, will you? you? Well, I'm trying before you rudely interrupt and start talking about <laughs> pong for God knows why. You do not exude the toughness necessary to intimidate when you go up to a group and say, hey, we're going to play some cups with these people. Hey, would you like to play tippy cup? <laughs> hey, fellas, you want to play some flippy cup? No, absolutely not. It's just, hey, dude, hey. you want to play cups? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Use the Jimmy B voice. This is everybody out there. Go in with your Jimmy B voice. Let's play cups. Yes, yes. Do that. Go in there. Don't call it tippy cup. Don't call it flippy cup. Just call it cups. And same thing, bags. You want to play cornhole? You can punch some places. You ask the wrong person if they well, want to play some cornhole. you got that right. Yeah, that's true. Just so say it's bags. it's just bags. Just play bags. All right, we're not bagging it. No. We're not doing baggies. Yes. We're just playing bags. We're just playing bags. Let's play bags. There is your public service announcement for this weekend from one Trent Condon. Welcome back. We got Mitch Sherman stopping by. We're going to talk some Big 12 football with him. He's based in Nebraska. Also, uh, some final thoughts on the College World Series. Okay. It was a sweep, but yeah. I got an incredible number for you about that in terms of TV ratings. Okay. I'll pass that along to you on the other side here. Mitch Sherman from ESPN. He joins us next here. Some Friday fun. We've got some numbers to throw your way later in the 1 o'clock hour. Stay right there. Nowhere for you to go. We got you covered. Your only local sports show here across your lunch hour. Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 1700K BGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700K BGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Celebrate Independence Day by saving big money during Menard's 4th of July sale. There are simple steps you can take to make your lawn and garden great. 
Master Mark's Master Gardener Lawn Edging blocks the spreading of grass and weeds while creating a neat border. It's flexible, durable, and easy to install. Get a 20-foot roll of Master Mark's Master Gardener Lawn Edging for only $2.99. Now during Menard's 4th of July sale. Save big money at Menard's. There's no greater pain a parent can suffer than losing a child. And yet heat stroke deaths and hot cars are on the rise. The temperature inside a vehicle can reach deadly levels in just a few minutes. Leaving windows cracked does not help. These preventable deaths can occur even when the outside temperature is as low as 57 degrees. Never leave your baby or child in a vehicle, even for a short period, and always check the back seat before you get out of the car. Where's baby? Look before you lock. For more information, go to nhtsa.gov forward slash heatstroke. This weekend, every drop of paint at the Home Depot has even better coverage. Thanks to red, white, and blue savings of $10 off one-gallon cans and $40 off five-gallon buckets. That means more paint for less money. So you can cover more walls, more rooms, and more of your budget than ever before. So, how's that for great coverage? Unbelievable quality, unbeatable prices. Red, white, and blue savings now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only valid through July 5th. Staples knows that when the leave-behinds for your sales call get left behind at your office, it's time. When you need to print 30 pages and you're 300 miles from the office, it's time. And when the intern packed the Harrington file, not the Farrington file. Oh, my bad. It's definitely time. And it's times like these when you can count on Staples. Access your files from email, the cloud, or USB, and then print, copy, fax, or scan them. And get back to business fast. Visit your nearby Staples. It's pro time. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the Big Talker. 1700.